Hey, I'm Alex Starr, and this is the podcast that connects you with people from around the world that have fresh ideas, concepts, or inspiring stories. We are in a unique place in time that has never been seen before, with billions of people now able to communicate and share information across the globe. Be a part of the movement in rising together to create the world we want. I'm glad you're listening. Pull up a seat, and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I have Peter Buttweiler on, who is a good friend's dad and has the distinct honor of being the first person over the age of 35 on the show. So that's exciting. He's hilarious, and we talk a lot about the differences in the generations, what it means. It's basically him talking shit about everyone under the age of 30, of course, as older people tend to do. Um, And coming up in the next month, I'm going to be having the CEO and founder of Greatest.com, which is a health and fitness website designed to kind of make health and and, uh, and living, healthy eating and living fun. Um, it's get 10 million views a month on that website. So he's going to be on also a startup in Hong Kong. Uh, she's going to be on. She has a fascinating uh, idea of how to connect people when we travel. Uh, she's going to be talking about that and the entrepreneurial lifestyle. And then I will be traveling to Panama and Guatemala next week. So in the next couple months, going to be live streaming from Central America. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Leave some comments on my site. I got new web pages up. Please subscribe to show your support for the show and leave some reviews. And I will catch you guys on the next one. Welcome to Pull Up a Seat with your host, Alex Starr. I want to congratulate you. You're the first guy, first person on this podcast over the age of 35. I've I've been listening to some of the podcasts, so I, I... And I've seen one of the young ladies on on Google. Yeah, <laughs> she's no Mary Beth, but she's good looking. Right, good save. Well, wait till people Google you. Oh, we can only hope. Silver Fox. Is <laughs> Silver Fox. Just don't get me profile. I'm vain. I don't want to see my gut protruding out here, <laughs> or the little yamaka I'm starting to get in the back of my head. <laughs> no, it's cool because. Need a new, fresh perspective. On what? <laughs> on, on what I was thinking. When I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about influences that we have as we grow up and the differences between you and your parents and then my generation and the baby boomers, correct? Okay. Due to conversations we've had in the past and conversations I've had with Mr. Tim Cannon. Okay. About your guys' conversations. <laughs> I'm very interested in looking at the duality between yourself and your parents. You're an enigma. Them. You're coming up with all these words. I knew you in, at, when you were in elementary school. Your mom wasn't sure you were going to get through elementary school. 
<laughs> much less junior high, and now you're using duality. Stop it. You're so. It's a two syllable word. Yeah, it's. You're you're becoming rather pedantic. I honestly don't know what that means, but it sounds nice. Look it up. It's a great word. Is pedantic. It pedantic. Yeah. P e d pedantic. Is it positive or negative? It has probably more of a negative connotation. Oh, great. Okay. It's like... I like enigma, enigma better. Enig- yeah, you are enigma, but pedantic. pedantic. P-E-D. D-A-N. Yep. Of like a pendant. Many of these... I'm long, dense, and too pedantic <laughs> to hold great appeal. It's They're kind of like college professors who think they, they drone on about English literature and it's like, oh, stop it. Is no. that what I do in my podcast? No. Oh. I, I get a kick out of them. Oh, okay. I, I, I've actually been listening to them. I know you have. That's why. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, that's what spurred. Also, Greg suggested that I have you on. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. And then I Because he didn't want to be on. It's basically what it was. Some people are better at the gift of jab, gab, than others. Okay. I think you have been blessed with that. Oh, stop. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, tell me the differences you see. Between my parents and how I they raised my... Yeah, the difference is the main... Because, yeah, I'd like to... I think the world has changed so dramatically. And like my parents and even my wife's parents, I think they weren't so concerned about us being happy. They were just concerned about us going through school and getting a job. And I lived in a different area that you didn't have to worry about crime. So... And now looking back in retrospect, I don't ever remember my parents making, it had to be must-see that they would go watch a, a sport that I was playing with, right? Uh-huh, okay. So, like, now, what I really think, and I hope I really guard against this, I think far too many parents want to be friends with their children, mm-hmm. and I don't, I can't think of anything worse than being a friend with your child, okay. because that's not my job as I see it. I think my job is to raise adult men. Sure. And I think, you know, friendship leads to allowing things that are not necessarily acceptable when, when kids are growing up. Uh-huh. So I, I think that's probably the biggest, the other, probably the, the other bigger changes were like technology. Uh, my parents never, I never had a phone growing up. And there was never concerned about where I was or what I was going to do. You just showed up when you showed up. <laughs> and, you know, now I see parents calling their kids wanting to know where they are all the time. And I think, mm-hmm. oh, just stop it. I mean, we, we put, I think we've, we've put kids into such a like bubble wrap. that cod- no one, In the coddling culture. Yes. <laughs> and, and my wife works at a, uh, a school and with, helping students trying to get into college. And I think there are just too many parents that are so paranoid that if their child doesn't get into a UC school, that their life is, their, their life is going to be wrecked. Right. And, and I just can't think of anything worse than that. Cause now that I've been working, I've been out of college for what? 30 some years. Oh, at least. Yeah. At least. <laughs> you know what? Employers don't really give a shit where you graduated from. What they really care is, can you make green? Right. And so, but parents, now I see a lot of, 
I hope not, not too many friends that I have, but you know, I see other people that they're just so concerned if their, their child doesn't get into the right school that they're never going to get the right job. And yet, and kind of use an example, everyone's delaying adulthood. Right. I mean, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about. So, do you think that's a bad thing? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. And so, and, and for a couple of different reasons. One, you know, looking back, I think a lot of this stuff is, is a lot of politically driven. And where I'm going with that is that this. With the new Affordable Care Act, they make an adult who is 26, still they can still get insurance from their parents. I was covered until I was 26, yeah. At which point do we kick kids out and say, you have to start making decisions? And so that, I just think that is just, I just think it's terrible. And the other thing I really am concerned about there, there is a saving grace, but one thing I'm really concerned about is the time value of money. So if people are delaying getting jobs Mm -hmm. until they're 30. So, I mean, if you just look at money, if you get a, if you start putting $2,000 a year away into an IRA, from age 22 to 30. All right, you're going to lose a lot of my... You're, you're losing the attention now with the IRA. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, so, I mean... In an IRA root? Re- retirement. <laughs> right, right, right. Potential right. retirement. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. put $2,000 in from age 22 to age 30 and never put anything more in... Right. I think you would actually have more money at retirement than if you start putting money like $5,000 a year in. Sure, at sure, 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 of course. So let me tell you from my perspective. Yep, please what do. I, what, what okay, I, what please. I see because I, I, the general consensus that I get from the baby boomers is that. Is right. They're just delaying adulthood. No one's getting full-time jobs. People are living with their parents longer into their 20s, coming back from college, sticking around. And the difference is dramatic. The difference is that now, since we have, like you were talking about, technology and the internet, right? Social transparency is at the highest it's ever been in the history of our known universe. I can go online and see all the discretions of businesses. I can see the different ways that different people live across the world, mm-hmm. and it gives us way more options than you had. Coupled that with a different economy, house prices that are out of the roof. I mean. The world is a different place now. So, so I would say for I would when do you start? I when do you, say, when do you start then? When when, I would say when I have started? When, when you gonna when, when are you gonna put the flag in the ground and say when am I gonna start then? What do you? Mean? I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you mean by start. Define a start. When are you gonna start saving money for a house? I mean, you said do you think house prices are gonna go down? Absolutely not. So that that that's kind of a I given. Would say, I would. Well, here's the difference because I would say the house isn't on my radar. So Very well be. Yeah. The shifts in priorities have changed. Uh, no, without question. Right. Without question. So that's where there's, there's that huge difference though between, and I think the difference now is way is bigger than between you and your parents. I would, I would just, that's what I was curious about. I would presume the difference is greater now because of the differences in the world. Well, in absolutely. And that, that I feel like I have started. Adulting. Absolutely. It's just I, different. It's just a different adulterated than when you were becoming one. So, I mean, I don't even know if some of your listeners would even understand this, but <laughs> I am they actually... Very intelligent. Well, they are. They are, but they can't experience, right? Right. We, my wife and I grew up in a society with both of our parents are a remnant of depression. Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. And so, when you don't have a lot, you still have enjoyment. 
And as a child, you don't know you don't have a lot. Yeah, you can't miss what you don't have, sure. And, and it's not like you don't have experiences. But it's, you are ingrained that, that there is a value to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that younger people do not have a value to work. I, I am clearly not saying it because I am very enviable of many of the things that they can do, primarily technology. I think technology is going to change things. Right? Solid vocab, solid vocab, shout oh, out. No question. Vocab, shout out. No question. I might drop a erudite, erudite in this world too. Just don't do, and the, that is, just don't do the pendantic. Yeah. Erudite. You erudite. are becoming an erudite. Okay, it's a very up. positive word. Oh, awesome. Cool. It's a very positive. So, oh, it is. So, income, I mean, I don't want to say that you can derive happiness from money because I don't believe that's that's the case. If you're a miserable person, and you have money, you're just a miserable person with money. <laughs> it can buy convenience. Sure. And I also think, I'm assuming you and a lot of your friends, eventually that you would like to have some type of relationship. Yeah, a lot do, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, in those relationships. And a lot have them now, yeah. Yep. And then there's just some other facts that if you want to have a family, you have a, you have a shelf life. And if you get married at 35, well, that shelf life becomes more com- compressed, right? right? And I just would never want to be a dad where my first child was born at 40 because <laughs> at graduation, I'm 58. And when you go play... Yeah, but play, I'm going to be living to 100 by the time I get to that age. The advancements in medical technology. What if you don't have money? Yeah. Now, the one thing I'm going to say that I do believe is a positive for people your age and my son's age is that there is a whole vast wealth of inheritance money that will be <laughs> brought to, I mean, it's just, is. I mean, I'm assuming your parents will have a house that's paid off and stuff like that. So upon their death, right, but I'm, I'm part of, I would say the lucky minority. No, I, I, I think there's, there's, there's still a lot of, there is vast yeah. amounts. There's trillions of dollars of wealth that will be trickled down so, to. Do you, have you always, do you think it's important to enjoy your work? And do you enjoy your work that you were doing? I have an, I have a job now. Oh, you're employed. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it's a different job than the one you had before. Than I have before. Yep. Right. I, I got one, a new, I, I, I was. The one before, did you enjoy it? 2015 was the best year of my life ever because, from a work standpoint, because I was, uh, I was given a severance package and had an opportunity to find new, um, discover yourself. Disco- well, I don't know if discover yourself, but find new opportunity. Uh-huh. So do I enjoy my job? I think it's like every other thing. And do you think that's important? Y- yes. Because, I mean, if you don't have purpose, right? Right. What good is this? So, but what I say that every day I can't wait, I, I, I wake up and I say, I can't wait to get to work. No, that would not necessarily be the case, but... I think oftentimes it's almost like an extension of school. The friends that you meet at work become your friends. So you enjoy work because of the friends. Oh, totally, yeah. And so that I think, makes a huge difference. and I think my one thing, my father-in-law told my son and he, he said, I think my father-in-law is an extremely bright guy. And he said, my son asked him, I want to be wealthy. And he said, don't ever focus on being wealthy. Focus on being the best at whatever job you're doing the money will follow. Mm-hmm. So if you're the best janitor and love that job, money will follow and you will have happiness. 
But if you if you're trying to find something that cut through money to make you happy, I don't think that's going to happen. Right. I don't believe. Right. Of course not. Yeah. But so w- when you had the hiatus in between, I enjoyed it. The two jobs. What did you do? Spin classes. I would. Uh, did you have any major epiphanies? I feel like you did. Major epiphanies. I know I want to travel more. And so that that but that's kind of been our game plan. My wife and I game plan to do that. Major epiphany. I you know what I actually the, probably the the scariest epiphany I had is that I uh, I could not fully retire because I don't have that many outside interests and that many friends. <laughs> Isn't that pathetic? Because <laughs> when you're you know. I'm 53, so all my friends are working, so it's not like they right, can just... during the day, they can't, yeah. They, want to go golfing? Well, a I have guy to... like you, I feel like we'd have a lot of friends. No. All my friends are pretty much for my uh, through my sons. Really? Yeah, because when you know you do sports, right, and of course, you, you of meet the parents, right. and then once you start... Well, we have friends, right? But no, I'm so... Our best friends move to Virginia, so we don't get to see them very often. So it's funny. I have a lot of acquaintances, and I think yeah. I think that's a real curse for men. They have acquaintances, not friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas you, this is where you're an enigma. Watching you, you are the person that gets everyone together, which just still amazes me because I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> really, you're not? No. Huh. Okay. What would have thought you would have been. No, you would guess wrong. I, I like doing I'd things, but guess haven't wrong. you haven't you ever seen me at a party? I'm, I leave early. Well, I guess I'm just not. Paying no, attention. because you're <laughs> the life of the. I can get in, give give my Why spiel. Is Why is that? Yeah, I mean, because you have a very strong spiel. Oh I yeah, mean, you don't. People don't ever ask the day after. Was Peter here? I don't think anyone's ever asked that. If you showed up anywhere, people the next day don't ask. Did Peter show up? But. So I guess if there's any uh, if there's anything I've got going for me, why do you leave early? Yeah. Well, this you know what is how does it say? If keep your mouth shut and people only think you're stupid. Open your mouth up, people or better to confer- be silent and yeah. be thoughtful than to speak up and remove all doubt. So yeah. go into a party early, get it done, and then leave. And they think he's a great guy until but you have to stay the whole night. Oh God, this guy's onerous. Just leave me alone. So you're scared? No, I'm not scared. I just know that. I, I've got a shelf life. <laughs> Hour or two, and that's good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. I've never thought about that until now. Yeah, that's got a shelf life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. But whereas you, you, you want to be, <clears throat> you, you want to get all your friends together for parties and once a year, you get them together for a, sure, yeah, yeah. and that's not me. That's important. Yeah. 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 The social, uh, social circles were the, are the biggest indicator of longevity. Oh, Males and females. Is that right? The strength of your social circle. So that's how dependent we are on it. By 61, I'm done. You're, you're pretty getting, much. You're getting close. Uh, pretty close. I can see the end. Pretty good head of hair. Oh, you too got bad. maybe 15 years <laughs> on you left before it's done. Eh, that's okay too. Yeah, that's okay too. Interesting. Um, when I, I'm going to talk to you like you're 90, but looking back on your okay. life up to this point, um, this is kind of a segue into the next section I was looking forward to talking to you about. Okay. 
looking back on your life at this point, what are some vocab, some visceral truths that you would say resonate the the most with you? Visceral truths. Yeah. That speak only to you that you have seen that you go, okay, this is obviously and maybe exclude God from now because that's coming Okay. okay. Um, this is obviously how this works because I know it because it's my truth. I would just think one of the visceral truths that you find out through work is that and it's become more pronounced as HR has become more pronounced is that companies love you until they don't love you. <laughs> so what I'm, what I mean by that is I think everyone should be very much in charge of their own career and you need to make decisions for yourself and let, and don't let someone else make decisions. The one thing I wish I would have done in my work career more proactively is once you have a job, you have license to be kind of pushy. Not in a way that instead of having someone dictate to you goals and agenda, I think you proactively, if you set your goals and agenda and had that conversation with whomever you're having, I think you're looked at differently. So I think that's a, that's not a, being a sheep. Right. First, that's a good way of putting it. First, first visceral truth of Peter Bowie. I, I think that's that, that, that work wise. I think that's very true. I think. What about personal life? Personal life, man. Now you're coming up. I have all these one liners and now I can't, now I'm just drawing on the blanks. Sp- it's I hard mean, on the spot. Oh, it is. Finish the rest of the wine. It'll come. Yeah. Back. More wine. The answer is at the bottom of the bottle. See, so, <laughs> Let's open another one then. Um, <laughs> personal truths. Well, I, I, and if you're going to get into religion later, but I, I really truly believe that how you act towards others will come back. Mm-hmm. Karma? I don't believe in karma per se. I don't you like that. just described it. But it, and I guess in the literal term, but I, I think there's... The one thing my, my oldest son did that I've always been extremely impressed with. He's always been pretty gifted in some ways. Oh, yeah. I mean, Blake but the, Blake was the coolest guy in high school. Well, I don't I mean, So what if coolest guy in high school? So what, but well, due to, but you know, the one thing, the one thing he, he, he did. And I, I hope that I do that as well is that he never treated anyone poorly. That's why he was the coolest guy. And so I, I think that's kind of, I mean, like in high school, now don't you look back in retrospect and think, wasn't I a jerk? I mean, someone... Oh, that, that's the least of my concerns about high school. Well, you got through it. That was, yeah. I know that was probably one of your mom and dad's concerns, getting <laughs> through it, but... <laughs> but I mean, so how you treat people is very important because we're not, we're not here very long, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I think... But some truism. No, we're not. We're not. And then the other is, and honestly, you're, like I said, you are an enigma to me. The one thing that you've done that I wish I would be more intrepid doing is traveling Mm -hmm. the way you have. Because I just think travel, now I do it, but 
I'm not. I'm certainly not going to stay at some commune like you would. It's <laughs> it's definitely going to have to have an executive lounge where I can get a cocktail at night because I'm not going to rough it. But oh, they have cocktails at the hostels too. Yeah, but you have to have, you have to go to the bar to bring the bottle yeah, back. Yeah. So I so and you have to have a. I want a clean bed. Right. And I want my own bed. That's yeah. But this. but traveling doesn't isn't it an eye opening? Has has you just found it to be eye opening? Oh oh, hundred percent. Yeah. So I wish I would have. Uh, and it, not that you have to go to extreme foreign lands either, but even traveling within the country or traveling. And you think where we are just, in California. Just, ex- just exposing, especially growing up in a place like this, exposing myself to other ways of life. Absolutely. Whether it's 20 miles away or 20 hours away. So I, I'm going to think of some profound truth later, but I can't think of anything really earth shattering that. What you just said was. Well, then you, then your audience isn't that bright. <laughs> <laughs> they can get that off a fortune cookie at a Chinese restaurant, for God's sake. Or an Instagram meme. You know what a meme is, right? Spell it. M-E-M-E. No. It's like an internet short video or picture with words that'll say something funny usually. Stop it. You would get a kick out of it. No, I won't. Google it at work tomorrow. I will. I guarantee it. M- E M E M E M E. Say just type into Google or at work on Google, funny internet memes. I'd recommend you have Safe Search on. Okay. And it'll be funny. I guarantee you, you will laugh. I I would say you know the one guy you had on your podcast before that Zach, mm, yeah, he had yeah. some interesting life oh, concepts. Yeah. So, and that guy. Well, here's the thing. That, that's the, the the point of this podcast is to demonstrate that everyone does. Oh, his was extremely unique. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Got a kick out of him. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, he was... Uh, I can't believe I'm listening to Alex Star podcast in my Bluetooth on my car. It really makes me wonder. What a world. Oh. What a world we live in. I'm speaking I could have made. Right. I could have made a lot of money betting against myself that I'd ever been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you're... I, well, Blake, definitely. That, that's the reason why he was so cool in high school. But that's the reason I had a lot of respect for him in high school. Because you notice that even when you're younger. Yep. You notice, he, I mean, he, he was a popular guy. He was on the basketball team. And you would have been hard-pressed to find somebody that had a bad word to say about him. Which is not an easy feat when you're that popular and able to say hi to the peasants. I hope you never thought people as peasants, right? But no, just, it's it's a good attribute to have for anyone to have, right? Oh, totally, yeah. yeah because yeah. we're not all that important no, individually, no. and people make themselves out to be. Well, th- does your ego do that to you? No, I, I well, n- it does. I mean, yes, if ever, yes, it does, right? So it could manifest in different ways. You're at a grocery store. And you see someone ahead of you that's got scrounging for money or they're bringing out a checkbook and it's like, good night. Doesn't have someone have a checkbook or doesn't have someone have a credit card? Just so unfortunately probably manifests in way financially, which is ugly. And I will do that once in a while. And that's an, it's an ugly, it's an ugly attribute. Sure. But it's a, it's ugly, but also unfortunately, I think a lot of those ugly attributes that, do you feel guilty after doing those things? Sometimes? I don't feel good about myself. Right. The funny thing is, is that a lot of those common things are, or a lot of those ugly attributes are common. And what I want to know is this. 
I've been very interested in this lately. How much of this is dictated by human nature versus cultural conditioning? What is your opinion on that? Pertaining to... Let's use you as a case example. Oh, great. Okay. Your mom and dad are wonderful people. Yeah. You have sisters that are wonderful young ladies. I have a per- I had a perfect upbringing, I would say. More so, <clears throat> I think a lot of it was nurture, right? You, 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 you were lucky enough to be... Well, it's, a, it's always a combination. It's a combination, but I, I think fortunately for you, you had very good role models. Oh, entirely. I would be in a different place. Yeah. And so I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of people that if they don't have those types of role models, there's there's a very few exceptions. I mean, you think like, not not getting political, but like Ben Carson, right? Here's a guy who had nothing and he still has a perfect, seems to have a wonderful self-worth and great positive attitude. But I would think if you were in a very destitute area, it would be hard to have great self-worth. Oh, yeah. And I think that's why there's a lot of... 100%. I think that's why there's a lot of alcoholism. I think that's why there's a lot of drug use, right? Because you you medicate one way or the other. Sure. Yeah. And if you don't... And that's where the money can't solve... Absolutely. ...problems. That's where we wouldn't have celebrities... Getting yeah. indicted for drug use and and then yeah so on a continuum I I think we're all an n of one and so there's a lot of interesting variables how can one family have two just completely different people yeah and so that's a great lead-in into <laughs> when, when I'm that, looking at your notes I'm trying to help when, when that when that happens <laughs> is that that's another thing I've been thinking about lately that I can't I don't I can't have an answer for. So there was a we were just at and if you're gonna get to religion, but we were just at church and this mm-hmm. and our pastor said, Parents, never take full credit for your best child and never take blame for your worst. Mm. It's funny because my mom says that all the time. Well, she could be the Jewish pastor. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of variables that who knows why, why we are right. I mean, I'm sure that you went through some area times where you probably hung out with some people that were less than positive. Sure. And we all have the, we all have the, uh, by kind of nature to be one to a group. So you kind of go into those norms, you follow their norms, sure. good or bad. Sure. And then you finally figure out, well, this is not a place I want to be, but some people just, they can't extricate themselves from that. Right. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, well, excuse me, let me finish the question. <laughs> With, when you're, when you're, you're in your innate nature, when you okay. were born, okay. Dictated in your opinion by God, correct? A lot of it. And so if your nature is, and has a propensity towards addiction, hate, things on what we would say the evil side, or like the devil side of the spectrum. Is that coming down from? Is it is it a is it a challenge given to that person by God? Why wouldn't God make everyone at a certain level? Well, but you know what I mean, not not that you know. So how deep do you want to get to this? As deep as you want to go. We can jump in the, right in the deep end of the pool. 
Well, I think we have, God has given us free will. Right. So we have, he has given, he's given us, if you want to go down that route, right? And I'm not throwing. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious because I, because okay. no one knows the fucking answers. I don't think. I mean, everyone thinks they do, but in the end, if I was to sit here and tell you that there is not a God, and I know that 100%, I'm bullshitting you. Okay. Right? Okay. Am I, and if you sit here and you go, I know 100% that there is one, you're bullshitting me. You believe that there is one. I believe that there, I, and I'm not saying that I don't, because okay. I think, I think that I'm more agnostic. I think that God is everywhere. I just don't think he's someone, a guy up in the sky. I, but I do think there's God in everybody and everything. So it's all a mystery. To me. Isn't that good? Oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, isn't that good? It is the best and the worst part about the world. (laughs) Yeah, but... So, every one of us, me included, we've been so conditioned to watching a TV show in our CSI, even though I don't watch it. Yeah. It starts, and we get an answer at the end of 60 minutes. Right. So, we think our life is going to be that way. Right. It's not the case. That's so, maybe that's how we want, we like it so much because that's how we wish life was, perhaps, or more inclined towards that. Perhaps, yeah. but we, I think we're just kind of conditioned. We, we, I think the, there are great things about technology and there are terrible things about technology. Right. I think one of the terrible things about technology is our people's attention spans are, are, well, that's no, are gnats. That, yeah. And so everyone wants a, you want a definitive answer to nature and nurture in 60 no, minutes. No, no, But no, but no, you, I don't. And you want the answer to mystery. They, they just don't exist, well, right? I don't want the answer to mystery. That, obviously, me, the there's answer. a lot of people that... I'm may, curious about your opinion on the mystery. I think, so if you're, if you're getting very, if you're getting into the realm of religion, so I guess I'm bullshitting you because I think there's a hundred percent there is a God. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of us no, are... No, 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 no. So, and, and eventually we are going to have to... Uh, he will have judgment. Right. And it's not for me to judge on earth, right? So. Which is a great thing. Yeah. Yes. Because, uh, but so to, uh, I, I don't know, you know, getting back to an individual person, there's a whole, there's a whole number of functions that could, why people can be, but I mean, you have to believe it. Let's just look at you and my sons. You live in a upper middle class area with schooling, that was good. You had redneck cops, which are bad and good. But the bad is the redneck cops. The good is you know that they're redneck cops, so you don't want to get too far out of the standard deviations of trouble. Sure. And so there's a whole slew of things. Then you could have someone who, you know, grows up in an urban area. They could be without two parents mom or dad has to work. So the child has a lot of opportunity. So, you you know, you just, by that nature, you're going to have more opportunity to kind of see other, do do things maybe that are not as positive for an individual to do. But that's not to say it doesn't happen where we live. Cause I know a lot of kids who have had tough times, right? Right. Yeah. Which ultimately begs the question, what is the point of even, Of what? I mean, what is the point of it all? It does all kind of somewhat resonate with the nurture goes as far as it can, I feel like. And then nature is always kind of, I I personally think nature always somewhat wins. It always has the upper hand, I think. Oh, I do too, because it takes a lot of work to go against the grain. Yeah. So I think you're absolutely right that nature 
has a higher batting average than that's the nurturing. Yeah. Because. But my if, God, does the nurturing influence that though? Oh, it can. Yeah. I mean, I have, we have, my wife and I have two sons and they're completely different, but yet they're a lot the same. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. So, and how can that be? Right. They both came from us. Same house. Same house. So the, yeah. all those factors were same, but they're different variables, different friends. And, and, uh, but I, you know, like everyone wants answers. We don't have answers. And so why, why sweat over it so much? I mean, live, no. live yeah. and like, look at you. Do you live life? I, that's, that's admirable. Thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, quit worrying about all the answers and just live. I'm not worried about it. Well, you said you brought up the mystery. I'm, so I'm, I'm questioning. I'm uh, very interested in the question. You know, you question it too, don't you? Oh yeah. We, it's, do you, have you ever doubted God's existence? Yes. From what? Well, you just think of things like a child who has cancer. Right. Why? Why? I mean, why? And who knows? It could be that because of that, there is a parent who advocates for things. I, you, you know, right. these are mysteries we just don't know. Right. Or there you could, you think like the... Um, in Africa right now, we're, and it's, it's terrible. All these religions are just bastardizing the worst of all the religions, right? But you see Muslims committing crimes against Christians in Africa and no one's helping them. And you think, I should be doing something. What, what do I do? And then why is this, why would God, if this is his people, why would he allow that to happen? Right. I, I, and yeah, it's, yeah, you do. I, I, I think if you didn't question God, then I think by that very nature, you would say, Right. Well, that's what we're doing here. Okay. That's fine. Questioning. Questioning. (laughs) Okay. Questioning the mystery. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Because it... Yeah. It's it's confuddling. Oh. Is that a word? I don't think it is, but I'm going to... But you you patent it. And it's now on your podcast, so it's a word. Now it's a word. Look it up, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Maybe there's some older people that are listening, too. I mean, there could be a demo over 40. Doubtful. I doubt it. But I maybe I get a couple of straight ones. And so I, I left you a text, and you so you do know who the Fonz and I Googled, Pinky Tescadero is? I Googled it. The Fonz jumped jump the shark. Yep. First two Fonz jumped on a shark while water skiing, I believe. Yep. And ever since then, Happy Days' ratings declined. And so... And you were insinuating... This could be... This could be... Yeah, the show. This is could be. This could. I respect. I completely. Disagree. I mean, we might top it out at fifteen hundred, and may now start dwindling down. And the <laughs> advertisers are just not going to come after twelve hundred people. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, we're going to have we're going to have minimum uh, antiperspirant ads on this thing. You need something hip. You need what's hip? What's a new hip hip retailer? I don't know. Well, My sisters talk about anthropology a lot. We need these people begging on knocking on your door. Can we advertise on your show? That's what we need. Yeah, but now we're going to get Rogaine. Oh, yeah. Get yeah Ro- Cialis. Oh, yeah. Calls. I'll, I'll put it. You know what I'm going to do is I will send. I'll be the instigator. Please, because. Per your recommendation. Rogaine, get the foam. Cialis or Viagra. I don't Viagra, care which one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Salus is whenever you're ready. Yeah. Well, you've got to, you've got, <laughs> and, they, and they sit in the bathtub. So you got to, when you got to get down, you got to get down. <laughs> I mean, you're preaching the choir, brother. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I, I don't do that too much anymore. You could, I could pull a hamstring <laughs> for God's sake. I don't want to do that. Where would you, where would you, um, where do you think you're, you're going to go once you uh, retire? So here's, uh, what's your, what's your plan? That's a good question. As you enter your golden years. <clears throat> Is that when you pee on yourself in bed? <laughs> for God's sake. Uh, here's what I really would like to do. I would like to go to school and learn a language and then go to like an art appreciation class. Really? Yeah. And then go to Europe for like three months at a time and be able to speak the language conversantly with, well, whatever conversantly you can. And uh, then go to museums because, you know, you look at these pictures, right? I don't know what the hell they mean. So if you have some context as to what they are, right? There are some very talented. Are you passionate about art? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But you know, you just. But I'm amazed at how talented some people are, right? Okay. Cool. And so it manifests maybe in that way. You can appreciate the talent. I can appreciate the talent. Right. Okay. And then the other thing I would like to do, and this is, it's really quite pathetic, is I would like to spend like, um, like a month in Germany, following Hoffenheim which is a Bundesliga soccer team, even though I don't even like soccer. Okay. What? Yeah, it's okay. a good question. Okay. So the Bundesliga soccer league was on... Bundes- Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Yeah. It was on Goal TV. So I watched, watched this game, and all the fans looked like they were so energetic. So my wife and I had an opportunity to go to Germany a couple of years ago, and I said, Mary Beth, we're going to a Bundesliga soccer game. We were near... Heidelberg and the nearest team was Hoffenheim. So we went to a soccer game in Hoffenheim. So now they're my, they're, yeah, my, they're, your team. they're my team. And so they, you want to go there and watch, watch them for like two or three games, go to different parts of Germany, and watch <laughs> okay. them because these fans are just rabid, right? I have no, really, I'm just an American guy. I know nothing about soccer, right. but I, I, I like the passion of the fans. Nice. Maybe that's why I like the art. I like the, the, what these you like guys, the passion. I like the passion because I don't have it. So I, I like to I like to you get have it. a passion for the passion. <laughs> Look at that! Whoa! Passion squared. Who knew? Wow! Good for me. Did you figure that out in just, your hiatus from your job or just now? Just now from you? Really? Oh, should I lie down? Should we talk about my mother when I grew up too? Yeah, we could. Yeah, okay. I don't have a couch. I don't have like it, one of those weird, like uh, Ottoman no. couches for you. Well, that's okay. Whatever works. We can find something. Okay. Though. Yeah, you yeah. have the wine. Step one. Is Step one. So yeah. that's that's what I would like to do. And then the other thing I would like to do is. Uh, I, my, I, I need to volunteer more because I just really feel that I've been blessed. And so you have to give back. And so yeah. I, I, but I don't know what, That's so if hard. you have, if you have any suggestions, I'm open. So if any of your listeners have any good suggestions, I'm open. Uh, I agree. That's a, that's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. I think that's a, I think you're in a debacle that a lot of people share. I think a lot of people would love to give back more or help more. Yeah, but you just don't know where to start. But you don't know where to go. You don't know where to start. Yeah. You look around, and even if you walk through the city, I mean, you can buy people sandwiches once in a while and give it to a homeless guy, think, little things like that, right? I think it's a little thing. I think me personally, I get caught up in I need to go volunteer in a structured, organized thing. And then sometimes I smile at someone that looks like they're having a bad day, and they smile back, and I think, I think we just had a... Yeah. I think that helped. Or you buy a sandwich for someone outside of Subway or whatever, and it's the little things that add up. Well, by and large, I don't, don't you think I don't know. most people, 
what they really crave more than anything else is self-worth. So what you're just describing I just, I just is... I had a discussion with the, the next podcast coming up. You'll hear it. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, Self-love is the it's the number one. So, I mean, but I'm, I, I don't know. I don't want to go self-love. I mean, that sounds like... It's the same thing as self-worth. It's just self-worth. Okay, so sure. now but we're talking like... you want to use love, Peter, Are we talking her. like the Maslow's theory where you get self-actualization? Yes. The self-actualization sure. is very tough. Okay. So, I mean, but, but it, I think you can have that without the you, yeah you you have to have obviously food and shelter and stuff yeah and I think once you have those basic basic needs met that's as far as money gets you scientifically the studies they've done once you money does buy you what I journal did you read that a ton of happiness what, what journal did you money read that buys what you journal did you read on this the, the, it's a scientific. That's what scientific. It was, it was a scientific one. You are so full of bovine it said science, fecal it matter. Said science on the front of it. Science. Yeah. Reader's Digest is not necessarily cause. Look up. Look up. It was People Magazine. Okay. Well, then right? it's a credible source. I thought I, I take everything right. back. It was a credible yeah, source. Maybe, was Kim yeah. Kardashian on the front? Yeah, she was. She was talking about how money can't buy happiness. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Oh, deep. You're deep. Well, let's not, so self you okay? So self worth, self love, whatever you want to call it, that's the most important thing. You agree? That's what you just said. Don't you really find that when you give, it's more you 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 garner more from that than when you receive something? Totally. Yeah. yeah. So I would like to put it more into action. Ideally, yes, I would. But I mean, good for you. Yeah. I don't know. Good for me. It, it, talking on a podcast is cheap, right? Actions actually deliver. Well, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why I that's why I started doing the profession I do to defend myself a little bit. But I also disagree with you vehemently because on which point the podcast part. Oh, these these things are these. Are, I get a kick out of these things. Well, thank you, but that's I I no I think you, that it's I think that it's used. I think I'm tr- I'm trying to use it for good. And you know what? Now you're right. I don't feel the same connection because these you, people listen to it, and I'm not. So listen, I've I've listened know. to Zach. I've listened to Tim Cannon. I listened to the the woman who is the body lifter, Jana. Yeah, Jana. <clears throat> and I've listened to Project Thirty. Oh, the Generation Why Not? Yeah, yeah. They were interesting, weren't they? Not catered towards you. You were not my demographic. Only. Well, no, I was not. And and to their defense, what they do is it's kind of like Jackass, but in Montreal. What the? F- what are you talking about? Did well, you watch their videos? I they watched a, they the made one a great one after the Paris attack. Okay, well, Did I didn't, didn't see that. Subway, I, the one I saw, the one I saw, where they days. tried to, where they tried to get a hold of Jose Marino in the soccer, getting Chelsea. Okay, and it's fun until someone gets hurt. I mean, can I didn't you, even see that one. So I, 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 one you I watched that one because, like I said, I like soccer, and I have no reason why I like soccer, but right. I know who John Terry is, and I know the other guy. So it's fun until someone gets hurt. I mean, so these security guards in this. Upscale hotel, kind of accost these kids because they're trying to get a hold of this manager, and you can understand why, right? Because what you can't let you can't let people get close to someone sure, like that because sure. who knows? What I, didn't, I didn't see the video. Who knows what their intentions are, right? right? Right. But their intentions were fine. Right. But security doesn't know that. Right. right. So, but so no, what you're doing, and the other thing, I, I find it funny is right when you talk have all these different people that you've talked to. No matter who they are, what what they do, everyone has problems, right? Everybody. And they convey, they communicate it in different ways. And so, from that standpoint, I think it's wonderful because so oftentimes we just are staying in a community we know, and so we we think we're fine. Exactly. 
so they do serve a purpose. I'm just, I'm just Thank you, giving God. you, so you Jesus. can, I don't want you vehemently opposed to me. God. God. Yeah. No, you're. You just got cut. I'm not posting this for six months. <laughs> As you can see, I'm buying you wine. So how much I'm getting paid. So I really, I'm really, I'm really concerned about that. <laughs> so the, the self-worth that you were talking about. Where did you derive your self-worth from? I'm still working on it. Where have you found it so far? Inside. How does it manifest? When I find it? Yeah. Like the days that it's, that I, the the, the days that it's. That you feel. Yeah. How is it? I'm just a much more pleasant person to be around. And I naturally am inclined to want to help other people find their self-worth, I guess. Good for you. And you, well, it's much more complicated than that, but you know what I mean? You, you care less about certain things and you care more about other things. Good for you. Right. I agree. It's not all the time though. Well, for some reason it's very slippery. You know, that's, and it's a process. It's a practice. Same as really, I find it interesting that when you go to yoga, okay, they call it the yoga practice. Mm-hmm. When they talk about, when you read things about meditation or self-love, it's or self-worth. It's a practice. When talk, someone talks about Christianity. I'm a practicing Christian. I'm a practicing Mormon. I find it interesting that it, practice is the common thread. Well, Those are Eastern and Western religions and doctors practice. practice. Doctors practice. Yeah, it's a doctor's practice. I mean, and it's easy. Yeah, it's because I think it all goes back to we're all we're all ends of one, right? Mm-hmm. Randomization. We're end of one. So I mean. You can make statistical. You have the high. I mean, the uh, standard deviation curve, and most people fall in the middle, right? But you go three curves out, standard deviations out, and there's just we're all different, right? And we right. so that's but that's a good thing. But we're all the same. Man, this is like a ride at Disneyland. <laughs> it's a big world, small world after all. I mean, I th- right? Don't you agree? Yeah, yeah. We we're all, all we're all similar in our differences. We have more similarities than we have differences. Right. I mean, like, everyone is a unique a unique snowflake. Yep. There's no doubt about that. Yet, we all deal with... Just personalities? All, yeah, but yet we're all here on the same journey, doing the same... Having to deal with the same things. Oftentimes, yeah. Yeah. But like, Zach had to deal with a whole lot of different things different than I ever had to deal with. Yeah. So... I mean, and some people, they might as well... When you talk about alternate realities and alternate dimensions, I mean, some people are living a different... Oh, mercy. They're in a different dimension. They're in a different universe. Stop it. Right? Stop it. Right? Oh, good night. (laughs) You can't even relate. I can't. And that is another human experiencing things going on in this realm of the world. And I don't know. I can't. I can't. Yeah. Can't even fathom sometimes when I talk to people. It goes back to... I can't fathom what you experience. it's It's good to be... There's mystery. Let's go full circle. You brought it back. I I had to. You brought it right back. Could be by bedtime soon. I was going to say 49 minutes. We oh, we don't. haven't got 49 minutes. I haven't. I don't talk. 50 minutes. I don't talk to my wife that long, for God's sake. I know. I came in, yeah. Oh, we had Triscuits in front of us. It goes could, by fast, doesn't it? Oh, and the fun. So what's your next big journey? My next big journey? Yeah. Um. Well, after Central America, then yeah, one more season of firefighting and... And then? Figuring that out. How long are you giving yourself? Until the end of firefighting. 
<laughs> well, I mean, how <laughs> long? I, I will say I, I get this question a decent amount, and I will say that what I am doing right now with my life is I am working towards the things I know that if I don't do them, I will regret it. Okay, good for you. And that's it. That's it. It sounds simple. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. It's it's easy and hard, but yeah. In the end, I, I look so I, I guess as a parent, like got enough money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the firefighting pays decently well for the six months. Okay. I have loans, I have student loans I still have to pay off. That's that's no fun. Yeah, that's really, yeah. But um, I would do it all again. But I'm... I'll bring the I, got ev- I got everything I need, right? And then some. Okay. So then at this point, it's really, yeah, figuring out... You're not living with your mom. Mom! Meatloaf. Yeah. I mean, you're not. We're not. Ah, <laughs> not. Not. God, I never know what she's doing. <laughs> no, not no. But yeah, the biggest thing right now is figuring out. So all you, po- I- so all you podcast listeners, move out of your parents' house. Get a job. Move out of the parents' house. They're sick of you just as much as you're sick of them. <laughs> I mean, how long do we have to keep you? We love you. We just don't want you around all the time. <laughs> Words of wisdom. Oh, I don't know about that. It's Should just... I call the podcast that? Words move, of wisdom. Or no, move out of your parents' house. With yeah, Peter Bowen. There you go. That's all I have to do is go through the conversation and figure what I'm going to call it. Okay. Move out of your parents' house. Move out of your parents' house. ASAP. Don't be a sheep. <laughs> don't be a sheep. I do believe in karma. Do you? No, no, no. I'm saying that's what I'm gonna call it. I'm call it. That's what you said. So you're very good at this. Thank you. No, you are. Thanks. I get a kick out of... Do you ever listen to Dan Carlin, Hardcore History? Your son told me about that. And I downloaded five of the Genghis Khan ones because I was always interested in Mongolians. Did you listen to them yet? And I have not listened to them. Oh. They're on my iPod. They're ready to go. When you're on your plane, they're listen great. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. I've heard that from multiple people. So, I mean, can this go into where you make money? It could, hypothetically. How, how do people make money? They get sponsors. So... How do you, you have to get enough traffic? I would get enough traffic, thousands. How does that work? Do you know how many people listen to every show? Mm-hmm. How? It varies. Yeah, I get anywhere from a hundred to five hundred. How? How do you varies. get? How do you, how do you get? How do you get that well, number? My, my my server tells me how many downloads there are. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm you listen to it on iTunes, I presume. Yep. Uh, iTunes does nothing. iTunes is a storefront for my podcast. My podcast is hosted on another website. And so you get numbers. Yeah, it tells me I've have it's twenty three <clears throat> different countries people have listened to it. In, really, in Ghana. How the hell did Africa, someone from Alex Star Spain is uh, Ghana? I think they could be the stars. Their soccer jersey. Maybe they thought that was the soccer related. Maybe. I have no idea. So twenty three different countries, um, and it shows me the total amount of downloads. So your advertising dollars go international. It's just not national markets. I haven't done any. In it. No. Advertising, well, but I'm. We're, we're, oh. well, all the advertising. Oh, the advertising that would come to me. Yeah, it's right. national that, advertising. That would be the end goal is to I mean, have. Why, uh, when you have the United States is a great big market, but when you have the world. Sure. Yeah, we got everyone, pretty small market. Actually, every, everyone drinks world, beer. Yeah. yeah. So let's. Everyone get, wants to reach their potential, Peter. Uh, yeah. God bless them. everybody. <laughs> See if we can help. Yeah. So that that'd be. The goal is just to put out good content involving good guests, such as yourself, right? I'm sorry that then. I, I'm, I'm sorry for anyone who's listening. <laughs> that people listen to and say, I, I want them to be a better person after they listen to it than before they started. 
Because when I listen to podcasts and the ones that I really enjoy, that's what happens. There's some nugget that you can take away. Unbelievable, yeah. I mean, some some of them are unbelievable, and it has literally changed my life and inspired me to start this podcast. So that's one thing that I remember someone telling me, and it's true. If you can go to a meeting or a podcast, and if there's one thing worthwhile, then it's worthwhile. Yeah. Otherwise, eliminate the stuff that doesn't add it, doesn't bring some any value. This, I mean, it's yeah, it's it can be very simple sometimes. Yeah, one. I mean, I'm sure you can think of things from the Bible or from your work or from people you've met. Maybe your wife has said that just sticks with you in a little sentence. Yeah. That when you look at a situation, you think that little sentence pops in your head. Yeah. And Psalms it can change your, and it can change your life. Psalms 46.10. Be still. Be still. That's be, it. Be still. That's all it says? That says a little more, but... Can you remember the rest of it? Be still and know I'm your God, but be still. Okay. So I, I think that's a big thing, right? Because okay. you ever notice how much more trouble you get when you start digging a hole? If you yeah. just stop and tell the truth, it's supposed to dig in a hole and, <laughs> and even, just... just, just yeah. yeah. So... Be still. Right. Usually things are not nearly as bad as you think they are, and our minds just go to the worst your case. Your mind creates. It just creates the worst case create scenario. Own, you create your own universe. You create your own reality. So just stop and take a deep breath. And, and be still. And be still. I'm going to end it on that. Okay. Thanks for coming up, dude. <laughs> so we shake, no one can see us shaking hands, but we'll shake But hands. we are.